Welcome to Eating Too Much with Tiffany and Mandy. We are two lonely mouth former chefs who love and sort of hate and love food. But mostly love. Yes. And that's Tiffany. And that's Mandy. I blinked on your name for a second. Yeah. <laughs> for just a split second. <laughs> for just a, a hair. And um, oh boy. Shall we talk about reseasoning? Let's talk about reseasoning. So, can I just start by saying we call it reseasoning for those of you who aren't um, in the chefly way, because when you cook something, you're often seasoning and reseasoning. But if you didn't know, um, once you stick something in the fridge or let it cool, um, the the taste often changes. The salt levels uh, hit your tongue differently and even when you reheat something right so often yep. if you cook something and then have leftovers um, some people are like oh the leftovers tasted better or oh these were a little bland or it's because you gotta adjust the seasoning because the cold does something to it so reseasoning is just our way of either fixing or adding to or explaining something from the previous episode that we right. um only noticed later yeah, I mean, basically, we would just call all of our segments, you know, things from My Favorite Murder, but then we would be robbing them. So we're not going to call it Corrections Corner, which is what I want to call it in just my brain. Just blatant thievery. <laughs> That's what I'm used to. But reseasoning, right. So, like, we tried to make you the ultimate lasagna, and then we realized, oh, we forgot the pepper. Or so. not even forgot, but, like, you know what? I, I think it needs a little bit more now that it it's been sitting in the more. fridge for a minute. Yep. And better to have to add than have to take away. Oh my God, could you hear that? No, what was that? That was me burping because I'm drinking LaCroix. <laughs> oh, I heard a like, it almost sounded like a kissy sound, but I did not hear a burp. Oh, that was the after burping trying to shut my mouth around it. Oh, speaking Sorry, of Sorry, excuse me. No problem. Speaking of burps, but this is actually a, a fart story. So poor Ian has just been having the hardest time and... Um, so last night I was actually um, gonna just like lay with him until he fell asleep, which took 90 minutes because his head is just spinning and spinning. And all of a sudden he starts oh, laughing guy. out loud. I know, just laughing out loud. And I'm like, what? And he's like, remember when you told me that story? So I told him this story that my very first like real boyfriend, we had just started dating and he was tickling me and we were kind of like, you know, wrestling, like, you know, when you like want to kiss, but you haven't done it yet. So you're kind of like doing like, like every excuse to touch. <laughs> yes, exactly. So we're like sort of tickle wrestling and my butt is right in front of his face and just a fart just flies out. Just yes. loud, powerful, <laughs> like an eight out of 10 sound for sound. I, I Luckily, I don't think it smelled that bad. Oh, and, that's fantastic. <laughs> and he went, whoa. <laughs> I like changed the subject. I was so embarrassed and like I didn't say anything and he didn't say anything. And you know what? That should have been indicative of our entire relationship. <laughs> that was our entire relationship in a nutshell. Like Mandy's going to fart in your face and no one's going to acknowledge it. And no it. one and will acknowledge it. We're happens. just going to move on. Um, I like to claim my farts and <laughs> if only... Could you hear that? I just had a an email pop up and no. I don't know how to turn this shit off. I think that I've just recently discovered, recently as in 
since doing this podcast yeah. that I'm actually a techno dummy. So I've always thought I'm like, yeah, I can figure it out. You know, like people are always like, oh, how do you do this? And I figure it out. Right. Yeah. But those people have always been, say, my mom or <laughs> my aunt <laughs> yeah. or. It's all um, relative. You yeah, know, more than you know them. there's other people that know more than you. And I, I am realizing that I am just a techno dummy and I'm okay with it. It's not like, um, you know, it's not a hit to my pride or anything. It was just a, a factual realization. Yeah. And this is one of those things. I finally discovered how to do not disturb on my phone, but I do not know how to do it on my, on my Mac. So right. if anybody yeah, knows I... and wants to tell me, I feel like there's some way to do it that I just need to Google. And I mean, yeah. Or like my guess would be somewhere in system preferences, maybe you can just select like sounds like you're not going to get a sound for a new email or you're not going like to get no a sound or something. But yeah. somewhere, some some way that I could just like turn it on and off really easily. I feel like if I do it right now, I'm going to like shut myself off for the rest yeah. of the day. Don't do that. I, Audience, I if you hear her have an email incoming, then it's fine. I, I don't know if and that's honestly part of our seasoning. Anybody here? I don't. It, I'm not hearing. I'm not hearing it at all. So speaking of being techno dummies, so after listening to our last podcast, the last uh, what do you think? Like ten seconds, maybe? Yeah, it was literally after we say goodbye. We're like goodbye, bye, 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 bye. No one was having a seizure. No, no, it wasn't your phone. It was on our end. So far, we have not had an episode yet that doesn't have a technical issue, but we're getting better. Maybe and that's I'm, our thing. I don't know. I'm just happy that it came right at the very end so people could just turn it off. They'd heard everything they needed to hear and they just moved on with their day. But um, so, yeah, we will be checking for that today. Thank you for your patience. Yes. Thanks for hanging in there. Yes. Our, we're getting better. Our four listeners, which I've heard is now up to like seven listeners. Awesome. Well, I'm on, very Anchor, proud of that. on Anchor, it says our estimated audience is 16. <laughs> Double digits. I mean. It's a milestone. Not to brag. In fact, I can refresh it right now and see if it says anything. And I haven't even made my family listen to it. So. I know. Well, Evan definitely does not listen. Ooh, are you ready? Uh Uh-oh. 20. 20? 20. Yup. Yep. I just patted myself on the back. And we've had 27 plays since yesterday. I wonder if like 23 of those were us. So 19 for the latest and then um, four for our very first one and four plays for We Are Still Here. So So I got to stop saying to our four listeners. Yeah. So now I have to say 20. (laughs) To our 20 listeners, which hopefully they haven't now turned it off because they're like, I don't give a shit about your stats. Right. Um, okay, so my other tiny little reseasoning is I just kept saying the girl I follow that's like my favorite mukbanger, but her name's Boki, um, and it's Eat with Boki, and okay. I uh, posted it on our Instagram, Eating Too Much Pod. Yes, and um, you should follow her; she's great. Although I've just learned in um, the last 24 hours that there has been a controversy going on in the past few days with these mukbangers about um, not being fully transparent with paid sponsorships, not um, disclosing 
if their food is being provided, if they're getting paid on top of things, if they're getting paid per click. Um, but I frankly don't care. Oh, and then also if they're actually bulimic or if they're like chewing and spitting. But I'm like, right. I actually don't care. They're not showing that part on camera. And I'm just still impressed at like the size of these bites and the amount of food being put away, whether it's put away forever or not. Right. Um, I kind of just don't want to think about that part. And I'm just like, I still find it fascinating. And it's still just this very strangely pleasurable thing to watch for me. Yeah. Well, and that also brings up like, we never really know, you know, it's like how many athletes use performance enhancing drugs, yeah. how many, you Good know, going point. back to the celebrity thing, how many celebrities who say this is what I eat in a day actually do like, we don't know. So we why don't, don't we just know. take it at face value? Does Queen Latifah really just use cover girl? Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. I she's bet you awesome. she doesn't wear any makeup unless she she's has amazing. To go I feel like I just want to. She's one of my like. I want to be her when I grow up. Yes. I love Man. her. I love her teeth. She's got really good teeth. She's just a, beautiful. Like as a person, beautiful. and I can't say how I know, but I know someone who has had a um, firsthand experience with her, an interchange that lasted about six hours, and it it just made my heart sing. Like the the whole story that I can't tell. So I really shouldn't have brought it up, but she's just like a genuine kind soul. And that's amazing. Is she out or is that just like a rumor? We don't really um, know. You know, I don't, let me Google that for you. Okay. I don't know. Uh, okay. Do you have any reseasoning? Yeah. While you're Googling. So the other artist that was in um, for, for best um, new artist for a Grammy, was it was Billie Eilish with YOLO and then it was Lizzo. Oh, well, that's why nobody so, knows YOLO because it was a stacked, <laughs> it was a stacked year. And also I was like looking up the Grammys and there was like it was like eight nominees for Best New Art. It's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. I didn't realize they didn't cap that. Yeah. Yeah. And and to my credit, even though I'm an old lady, I I even knew one of the other ones. I was like, Maggie Rogers. I know her. Oh, I don't. I need the young people at my work to tell me about like new things and new lingo and yeah. The only reason why I know anything about the music stuff is because of spin class. I'm constantly looking for new spin music. So I always wondered you instructors like always have like new stuff that that fits and that's on the radio and that's like and I, I just can't keep up. Well, if you're good, there's a lot of, there's a lot of bloody instructors that don't. You're like, wow, you have not listened to a new song since 1998. Which and those are I the songs it. I actually know the words to. Right. right. I get it. But it's like, it's sort of a point of pride for me. I'm like, I want to have the best spin music. Keep it fresh. Yeah. And I will keep it fresh. Damn okay. It. So Queen Latifah, gay or straight? We may never know. That's like the first three okay. articles. So okay. I guess she's never formally come out or anything like that. And she doesn't really care if people think she's gay or straight or whatever. And she, um, you know, Best answer keeps ever. her personal personal. And yeah. I'm into that. Me too. I get I mean, it. I get right. it. Another reason to love her. Absolutely. She's like, None no, no beeswax. Check out all my business. talents. I wonder if she's like an Instagrammer, or if she's just like, fuck all the social media, which again is a smart move. Yeah, I don't know. 
All right. I don't know. I'll look that up on my own time. <laughs> how in the heck is your pa- pandemic? Oh, how's my pandemic? I have been <laughs> hardcore binging some TV. Yeah, me too. And I got to say, one of the shows that I just finished that I freaking love that I only after watching it started seeing billboards for is World's Toughest Race. Okay. No so spoilers. it's like, no spoilers. It's an adventure race. It's um, Bear Grylls hosts it. So you can imagine it's the whole thing takes place in Fiji. It's like yeah. teams from all over the world, teams of four people. Um, the entire team has to has to hit each checkpoint for it to count. You can't yeah. continue without all your team members yeah. and you can't, so you can't leave anyone behind if, if, you know, one person can't do it or if one person gets injured, that's Everybody's it. For out. Yeah. So it's super like team spirit, team oriented. It's about adventuring and just like skills I'll never have. And these people, I, I don't even know where they find these people and how these people exist. Cause can I just say like, the, mm-hmm. the Spanish team leader is a woman who is married, has three kids, owns three businesses, has what? is a full-time professional firefighter, and is also working on her PhD in biochemistry. And she doesn't sleep. I'm like, how are you doing? And she's like an amazing, humble, caring, kind, like I, and it's not, I mean, she's just the one that popped in my head right now, but like these every one of these people is like an incredible like member of the human race and i'm just like over here drowning in feelings and four therapy sessions a yes. week and i'm like can i can i do I'm, my podcast this week i, don't I know. know i know it feels so hard i'm i'm convinced that those types of people do not have anxiety but then they do about like random things like not showing up 150% for their team. Like that's where it goes maybe. And it's insane. I'm just like, you know, they, they blow my mind in the best possible way are so inspirational. I feel shitty about myself for like a second. Then I'm like, Oh yeah, these are like the cream of the crop of the human race. Right. So I sh- really shouldn't come compare. Right. I just well, and I always think there. exactly, and I always think I'll be the cheerleader. Like I'll be the person at the water station that's like, "You're doing amazing." Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I swear, people. I'm like watching this show. I got Tam sucked into it because mm-hmm. at first she's like, "What are you watching?" But then like she kept walking by more often, and then just <laughs> eventually was like, "What?" and um, so I got her sucked into it and it's just so much stuff happens and it's just, I'm not even like, like, yeah, I would watch the amazing race and those kinds yeah. of shows, but that's yeah. like nothing compared to this stuff. Like yeah. you need to be an elite athlete and have like the tenacity of, I don't know what, like, uh, one of these adventure racers, I don't yeah. know, but it's a thing. And there, there's a bunch of them around the world. One team is all Ironmen. Um, the team captain is a woman, which I think is amazing. And these three guys, um, one of them did 50 Ironman races in 50 days. Like these are the kinds of people we're talking about here. So like some of this stuff looks like just incredible experiences too. Yeah. But I'm also like, there's no way in hell I would be able to do all this. I would like partway through looking at the first leg. I'd be like, I'm just, okay, I'm out guys. Sorry. Right. Right. Hey, at least we're in Fiji. (laughs) I can I can feel the sunburn that I would get on the boat ride, so I'm just not even gonna get on the boat. Yeah, 
I can't yeah. even like I would drop my paddle and away into the ocean it goes and we'd just be fucked. But yeah, it's it's very, very fascinating. It's inspiring. It's it's pretty awesome to watch. Um, world's well, toughest race. Well, I've I've only watched the first episode. We started watching it. We're in this desperate attempt to try and find a show that everyone in the family likes. And it's very, very hard. And so that one, I was like, maybe, you know, and, and Evan was into it and I was into it, but Ian wasn't really into it. So we haven't gotten back, but the, the things I, what we're binging is well, meaning Evan and I, cause again, Ian, Ian just wants to play Minecraft. That's all he wants to do or listen to an audiobook. Like he does not want to do anything else. He does not want to engage with us. We he's suck. Like, why can't my we've parents been, leave me alone? We've been his playmates since March, and he's like, "Y'all bitches are not fun." I am he's done with so you. So over you. He's over <laughs> us. He's like, I don't want to play a board game. I don't want to bounce a ball. I don't want to go for a walk. Like, yeah. Aww. So I know. So, um, but Evan and I. So I think the the eco race is it's the same creators or the same producers as Survivor. I think. I think it's Mark Burnett. The eco challenge. I think so. I could totally um, see that. Yeah. So my observation of that, of the eco challenge one that you watched is just the sheer production of it is so huge. Like it starts with 60 teams, six, zero. And you're trying, mm-hmm. I mean, even though obviously they're not following all of them closely, but they're definitely trying to capture. And then just the scope of like, they start here and there's boats and there's waterfalls and there's mountains and there's, you know, mm-hmm. it's, I'm so impressed by it. And then my question was like, it, it, are they going to be able to hook me with like personalities and stories? I think that they will. And then, and then of course, once you told me that you'd binged it, I was like, okay, I'm going to be fine. So I have not gotten back to it only because we're totally obsessed with Survivor, which is also on Amazon Prime. We should say Eco Challenge is on Amazon Prime. Yes, it is an Amazon produced show. So I don't think it's anywhere else. Oh, um, you're right. It is Mark Burnett that, yes. um, that did it. And it's 66 teams. It's 11 days, 416 miles. Holy crap. Insane. Yeah. So we've been watching survivor. We started with season 12. Cause I believe it's one of those, like you have to pay for certain seasons and then season okay. 12 through like season 30 or free. And then you have to pay again. This is, this is where we're at folks. So I think we're on like 16 or 17. We're totally obsessed. Even though a lot of times we're, we're like hate watching it because yeah. the thing about <laughs> it, it's in a way it's inspiring you know, and I, and I, and I, it's not lost on me that during this pandemic lockdown, like feeling desperate, not knowing what the world's going to look like we're watching survivor. So that's not lost on me. <laughs> and, and then also how these people treat each other. And I'm like, I get that they're competing for a million dollars, but I also just think psychologically it's more than that, whether it's that like desire to to beat someone or to be the winner and the things that these people do to each other. It's it's, so fucked up. (laughs) It's really fucked up. And also it's like, I'm kind of addicted to it. Oh, it's absolutely like, yeah. Like the, the whole fucked up, like can't look away thing. Yeah. And then also like, and then also with my kid and like, I'm now I'm kind of glad that he's not into it. Cause I'm like, I don't know that I want him seeing grown people 
treating each other like this, you know, and I was talking to Evan about it last night. for each other's downfalls. And I was like, I don't want him to think this is the way people treat each other. And he's like, but they kind of do. And I was like, oh God, you're kind of right. So it's like, I think that that's what I love about the world's toughest race too, is that it is about the race and these people like they help each other, like teams band together to get through certain things. And like, it's about the end game and it's, it's for people. And then they have a fifth team member that is literally like their, their support team that like meets them at certain camp points with like their tent and fresh clothes and food. Yeah. Um, the rest of the time, it's literally what they can carry with them and it's about the race. Right. So um, yeah. I think the prize money, it's like a hundred thousand dollars split amongst five people. So it's right. like nothing comparatively. Right. Um, so I think yeah. it takes out that kind of nasty side. Yeah, and I feel like, too, that that's the type of thing. It's kind of like American Ninja Warrior, where it's like, yeah, you're competing against each other, but you're also, you're more competing against yourself than anything. A hundred percent. You're like, I want to do my best. Mm-hmm. And then that leaves room for you to want everyone else to do their best, too, because it kind of is shitty when you win doing your best if everyone else just had a bad day or something malfunctioned. It doesn't feel as good as if, as if you're like, I want to lift everyone else up to do their best. So then if if I do win, it feels that much better. Like, wow, I won and everyone was also doing their personal best. Totally. There's like totally this level of integrity there that's like, I think, absent from a lot of the other reality shows. But isn't Survivor also one of the ones that caught flack because like the cameramen would like give them a Snickers bar if they like, you know. Oh, yeah. I don't know because... We're so, I, I feel like I started watching it when it first came out and then I dropped Same. off pretty quickly. Same. And so, and now because we're so far behind, I'm so scared to Google anything to get spoilers. <laughs> of like, you know, Ozzy, who was on episode, you know, or is on season 12, comes back and wins on season 17. Like, I'm like, I don't want to know anything. So oh, that's funny. Yeah. I um, have no idea. Um, I watched the first maybe one or two and yeah, I just fell off the bandwagon. I am trying to convince um, Evan to apply. I think he would do amazing. <laughs> On Survivor. Yeah. Kind of brutal. Yeah. He's yeah. too nice. Oh, well, and Ian's like, no, he's going to get hurt. He's too afraid he's going to get hurt. Somebody would totally sweet. like sabotage his like actual physiological well-being. Well, and it's such a weird game too, because it's not what you would think, which is the the youngest and strongest are the ones that win. That's not it because it's like the youngest and strongest automatically have a target on their back because people think Mm -hmm. they're going to be, they're going to be too much of a physical threat. So they have a target. What I've noticed, it seems like the people that go the farthest are the people that are right in the middle. And it's like, they don't piss anybody off. They're not just kind of lay low through it. Yeah, like they're not amazing in challenges, but they also don't hinder a challenge. You know, like they don't mm-hmm. mess up the team so they can't win, but they're, they're not, not like the leader so that they have a they're target on their back. They're not right. the, yeah, totally. Right, right. But, you know, and also I get mad at the at the casting because I'm like, I get that you cast this sociopath or this giant bigot because it was going to make for interesting TV, but it's also like so gross. And just every week you're like, please vote yeah. Randy off because it's like he's so offensive to everyone. But drama so. equals ratings. I know. I know. Oh, network so I, television. I know. I know. So I feel like now I need to binge something that's a little bit more um, like affirming. 
I need a more affirmative. So I'm going to, I'm so that's, I'm going to go back to world's toughest race. I think you should. I think you'll like yes. it a lot. Yes. I laughed. I cried. I cheered people on. I, you know, said, why am I so invested? Like I yelled at the TV and then yelled at myself <laughs> for yelling at the, I, I went through the whole gamut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you'll love it. Okay. I'm Everyone excited. should give it a try if you have prime. I'm excited. So do you, do you have something to talk about that's scrummy or crummy? I kind of do. I know we had said we'd talk about intermittent fasting, yeah. but can I just like, can we just back burner that for like an episode? Absolutely. Okay. So I feel very strongly about raisins. Oh yeah. So I have hated raisins for my, I want to say my entire life for as long as I can remember Mm -hmm. um raisins are the reason i have trust issues as an adult my mom would tell me that these oatmeal raisin cookies were the same as chocolate chip cookies and they're fucking not no and you know what like maybe i would have liked raisins had i not been lied to about them from such a right. young age it's not a textural thing that's always the first thing that people go to because right. i like dried cranberries and and currants and dried cherries and all this stuff, but raisins freaking kill me. And I will literally not order the world's best carrot cake if it has raisins in it yeah. or miss out on, you know, so-and-so's mom's famous apple strudel because it right. has raisins in it. Right. Um, if it's something that I purchased and am really looking forward to thinking it didn't have raisins, I might go through and pick them out. But yep. then it doesn't make for because half of my eating enjoyment is like shoving massive bites in my mouth. And then, God forbid, I'm halfway through a chew and feel a raisin or taste a raisin. <laughs> it's like an immediate turnoff for me. It's not even like I don't like the flavor because I like prunes and, and, you know, dates and mm -hmm. all the things that kind of taste like raisins. Right. I mean, Tam found this out about me on our second date. We were at R&D Kitchen yep. in Santa Monica. I got the new porter salad. It's a little dim in there. It's like kind of, mm. you know, sets the mood at night. And this salad said it had all this amazing shit in it. They did not list raisins. It came. We're talking. I'm eating. And Tam uh. said later on that she like literally saw my entire face change. <laughs> and it's because I took a bite and felt a raisin. Yeah. And I didn't want to spit it out because, like, who wants to be that, like, picky person on a second date, right? Right, right. And so I just, you know, swallowed it like a pill. Yeah. And, um, you know, the next time the server went by, I was like, oh, are there raisins in this salad? And she told me about the wonderful um, locally sourced California jumbo golden raisins that are in this salad and how amazing they were and how like they come from this place that they get. And I'm like, she's just going on about it. And, and then I'm like, okay, thank you. And you would think something they're so fucking proud of having in their salad. They would put and on the put description on the, yeah. where they listed like five or six things. So it's not like they just said, Oh, there's chicken in the salad. You know, right. they like right. listed a few things and I was like, that sounds amazing. I'll try it. Um, she pops back over and says, 
I just realized, like, is this a problem? I can make you a new salad. That's, I'm so sorry. I just realized that, you you know. And I was like, no, no, it's it's fine because who wants to be that person, right? right? I'm like, there's otherwise there's nothing wrong with it. But this restaurant is so fucking dim and sexy lighting that yeah. I could not see the golden raisins. No. If they had been, like, dark raisins, yeah. I would have been able to spot them. Yeah. But just in this, like, mixed, chopped up, gorgeous salad... I, oh my god it was like a minefield the rest of that meal I don't even know if I was like how present I was in that conversation I should really ask Tam to chime in on this but I I don't even remember our second date because to me it was just literally dodging raisins it's raisin PTSD so yeah it so it's more of like a betrayal issue for you because your mom was like selling you on one thing and then it tasted like another and I think maybe like it's just been so much time now that I've like told myself I don't like raisins that I just can't get into it. And Tam has told me like, maybe you should just get over it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, ugh, maybe you should just get over not liking seafood. Maybe you yeah. should just get over having grown up a vegetarian and eat some beef. And <laughs> she's like, OK, point taken. <laughs> um, well, so. Like it's like drinking, like thinking you're going to drink orange juice and then it's milk. Yeah. That's yeah. a, that's, that's exactly it. And it's not even like, I don't like grapes cause I freaking love grapes. I just hate when all the moisture has been taken away from them, whether they're sun dried or artificially well, dried or oven dried or whatever. Like it's. Well, and raisins, like I think compared to like a dried cranberry or a cherry or an apricot or whatever, it's like, I think it's the seed inside it's something happens where it's got that crunch it's other dried fruit does not have. And that's the thing that makes me think of like cockroach or like ant. Oh man. I've never even thought about it like that, but I just don't even, I, I just can't even. So like, this is the thing too. I can't just grab a bag of like trail mix because no. most of it has raisins. Yeah. Or when people are like, oh, I made granola bars. I'm like, does it have raisins? Mm -hmm. You know, or like, I love oatmeal cookies, but I love oatmeal chocolate chip cookies or like oatmeal cinnamon cookies. Or, right. But most people, when they make oatmeal cookies, for whatever reason, put fucking raisins in them and ruin everything. Yeah. For, for, me, for me, so, so, so raisins are definitely crummy for you. Mm -hmm. I would... I would say, and we want to know what you guys, if, if raisins are crummy or scrummy to you, to me, definitely not scrummy, but probably not crummy. I feel like raisins for me are kind of like, um, the, the show cheers, you know, like I never would think to watch cheers, but then whenever I'd watch it, I'd go, this is a good show, <laughs> but like, I'm not ever going to go out of my way to watch cheers. And that's how I feel about raisins. I'll like every once in a while, oh, I'll, it's like, I'll have a raisinette or like, and I'm like, this is not bad. I was but. given a box of raisinettes at a, at a movie theater once, like a friend's parents took us to movies and they like got it with all the kids treats or whatever. And I got a box of raisinettes, literally sucked the chocolate off of everyone Love and it. handed them back a bag of slobbery raisins. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to say I was younger than I was. I was probably like 12 or 13, but what a fucking brat. Like, just... As a mom, that gives me so much hope because you're a wonderful person. And like, <laughs> that my kid does, I'm like, 
are you sure you're not a psychopath? But like, and I've no. done that with yogurt covered raisins. Oh yeah, I'm like I don't even like the yogurty covering because it's not like it's not it's sweet not enough really to be yogurt. a treat on its own. It's yeah. not really yogurt. It's kind of this waxy coating. But I'm yeah. like, fuck the raisin. I'm gonna get everything I can out of this thing. Yeah. No. I anyway, so you know what I've been those. doing? You know, how I got that bag of peanuts for the salad we never made. Yeah. So I've been doing like a handful of peanuts, which I finally put in a little dish because I'm terrible about just eating out of the package until, oops, the package is gone. Yeah, yeah. what happened? But I've been doing that. And then I like sprinkle in these mini chocolate chips. They're the Enjoy Life brand mini dark Ooh, chocolate chips. Know them well. And then I have um, dried Montmorency cherries Ooh. that I use for my lemon cherry scones. And I was like, wait, I have like... A partial package of these that weren't enough for a whole batch of scones so they've been sitting in my cupboard till they kind of formed like one giant blob of dried cherry yeah but i've kind of mushed them apart now nice. and so i literally i don't know why i don't just make a big ziploc bag of the mix but it's just in my hand and now in these little paper dishes that i fold out of you know i probably should stop doing this during um the covid pandemic but i take colorful uh, catalogs either usually it's patagonia or anthropology okay i i origami these little dishes out of them <laughs> and when i smoked oh. a lot of weed i used them for ashtrays now i use them as a snack portioner <laughs> it's fantastic tam nice. uses them to put pistachio shells in and then you just throw the whole thing away you know do you still it, smoke weed or do you just eat it um, you oh, know guns. what? I have not done either since July 2nd, which is the longest since wow. I started in my adult life. Um, not on purpose, um, except through July because of like, you know, things that my therapist and I were trying to do with brain spotting and various things. But it's been yeah. the longest time. And I mean, part of it is like the social aspect. Um, if I were hanging out with certain people, I'm sure that's one of the things we'd be doing. Right. Um, and I'm not anti, like I totally still have the stuff all over our house. I have a, yeah. I have a volcano. I have um, two bongs on our shelf. I have my pipe still. I have various things. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, and I had also, because of my ongoing lung issues, um, that I had also promised Tam I would stop smoking it. So I'd only vape it. Um, not with the little cartridges that everybody randomly dies from, but yeah. Um, like using the volcano and it's, yeah. it's using fresh weed and um but i haven't done it i i think it's partially laziness i gotta like warm that thing up and grind it and you know but it's also just i don't know i haven't popped a gummy in a while either wow kind of a I, thing and now i'm kind of also thinking maybe i won't for at least just in this initial transition period with my meds okay that makes sense so then it's like you'll have a clear like control group yeah it's like you know, for science sake, totally. one variable. Yeah. All right. Well, I've been, I've been t like having one gummy a night just to sleep and I'm noticing that it's like not working anymore. Oh no. So I'm probably getting, getting tolerant. Well, if you just go like a week without, I'm sure it'll be right back to. Okay. Cause I don't smoke at all. Like it makes me feel um, crazy and paranoid, but I like the gummies because I always know exactly what it's how you're gonna like. do you have a favorite yeah. brand um yeah but i can't remember the name of it it's i've seen them at your house like the the, the circular 
<laughs> one time I was like, you're like, I've got these. You like open four drawers and I'm like, holy shit. But now I get it. That was before I, that was before I did it. And now well, like, different ones are for different purposes. You know, it's, it's, it's like... I think it's Camino. Camino gummies. And there's like the sparkling pear and like wild cherry. And of course I'm doing the ones that are like 3.5. Like the highest one I did was five. And then I okay. go to the store and I see gummies that are like 10, 15. 10 million. Yeah. So it's like, I'm like, you know, I, I, of course I feel like a giant drug addict. And then I'm like, oh, like I'm probably not. I think I'm probably still taking a very small. No, I dose. think you're still on a baby dose and your body's probably just acclimated to it. I think if you just go a few days without, I mean, if you're not feeling it anyways, just like skip a week and then come back to it. I'm sure right. the efficacy will pop right back. Yeah. I think it's just more psychological too. I'm also. All I want to do is sleep. I just want to yeah. sleep and it's just not happening lately. Probably for sleep at night's days. hard. Sleep during it the is. day. I find exceedingly I easy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Same. I swear. I'm like, I feel like I get better sleep for naps. Nighttime is too much pressure. It's like I'm supposed to sleep now. Sleep now. Why aren't I asleep yet? Why aren't I asleep late? Damn yeah. it. She's asleep already. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like a failure. I feel like there's not, you know, maybe I just need to flip that switch too and be like you know what and I and I think too like if I wasn't married <laughs> if I was a single mom I feel like because my kid is having so much trouble sleeping now I would just be like you know what we'll go to sleep when we're tired like let's be vampires there's no way Evan would go for that he, he's much he's much more like um routine based than me and I get that and they say with kids too like structure 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 and I even see that with Ian but you know when it when it's hard times, it's just like, ugh, I want to do something different, you know, rather than just ride out the storm. But probably we just need to ride out the storm. I hear you. My nephews were on a um, backwards schedule because they would play games with their friends all night. And then yeah. we'd call it like noon or something and it would be like, oh, no, they're asleep. Yeah, okay, they're I'll call back at four. <laughs> oh, they're, they're asleep. What? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like just totally hundred percent flip the schedule. Like they'd like at dinner time be like waking up. How old were they teenagers? At teenagers. The time? Yeah. yeah. It's so funny how it's like at a certain point, I guess we're just supposed to give up and just be like, yep, they're just going to play video games the entire time they're awake. Uh, and whenever that is, it, but like the, up until a certain age, there's all this pressure as a parent, like, get them off the screen, have screen limits, connect, you know, it's like, okay, I can't wait till he's 14 and I can just say, oh, this is who he is. Well, I kind of wonder about sometimes, it's just, I mean, I've, I don't have kids, obviously, I, am you know, can barely manage my own life. You but... that bullet, the <laughs> um, It's definitely a perk of being a lesbian. No, no happy accidents. Right. Um. No, but I was talking to my cousin, and her kid is a sophomore at NYU this fall, so like now. And um, she's like, you know, I'm just going to let him do whatever. Cause so he like spent the last semester in northern France at three different farms making cheese. Like, it's it's kind of amazing because she's like, you know what? We did what we were supposed to do as like good Asian kids. You went to high school, got the best grades you could. You went to college, you got your four year degree, you got a good job. You like, and we're all so fucked up. So like, maybe that's not the right thing. Maybe that's not the answer. Like, why don't right. I just let him do whatever, and he won't want to kill himself? Like, that's yeah. Yeah. maybe just how I should do it. And we're like, 
I'm just like, I don't even know how to be responsible for like the outcome of someone's life in that way. And it like blows my mind that now like my friends have kids and are thinking about these things. And I'm like, meanwhile, I'm like, Tam and I have recently just um, started trying to implement um, not letting Lulu, our little dog, mm-hmm. on us unless we invite her. Yes. Because we were watching this like dog training show and yes. she is like the definition of like an over needy, like, yeah. like we had to drop her off. Um, usually when we go on vacation, which we do a lot. Yes, you do. Or before quarantine anyway. Yes. Um, you know, our dog sitter comes and stays at our house so the girls can stay home. Um, but we were having the, the stairs to our unit were being rebuilt. So um, he couldn't do that. So we actually actually had to take them to like a dog daycare but like sleepover kind of place right Mm -hmm. so this place is like no um crates it's all like free roaming and like they separate like dogs under you know 30 pounds and dogs over whatever a certain size and so we're like oh okay cool and their updates for your dogs are like posting pictures on facebook and like stuff like that and they like email you if you have questions or whatever so i would see pictures of our girls and whatever and then when i went to pick them up after i don't know it was it wasn't super long it was maybe like 10 days something Mm -hmm. like that and they were like yeah stella did great you know she would nap she would play with other dogs and whatever but you know lulu besides playing with stella sometimes she would just try to get whoever was there to pick her up (laughs) so she just followed around the human that was in charge of the dogs in the area where she was and try to get them to pick her up like the entire time she was there it wasn't like the first afternoon or like the first weekend the whole time and i felt so bad i'm like human baby she she does not think she's a dog. She will crawl right up on you. She's kind of a whore. It's a joke with like everyone that comes into our home. She like will that. flip over and be like, "Hold me, human." Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Rocky. She's pretty sure that we're here to serve her. Yeah, That's and then Rocky. it's so easy. Full, oh. full submission, just like on the back, just like I'm pretty sure you haven't seen my penis in 40 minutes, so. <laughs> <laughs> love me what it looks like just like here you go here you go (laughs) yeah and it's like super sweet because they're small and cuddly and you know you want that but then sometimes it's just really annoying and then we started realizing like oh shit she's like trained us so now we're trying to like undo that and i'm having a hard enough time trying to do that with a dog i can't imagine like with a human child yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, there's there's no answers. I mean, Evan was like, "Well, I think he's addicted to screens," and I'm like, "Okay," but it's literally the only thing. That's what he says. It's the only thing that he enjoys, which I guess would that that's one of the benchmarks of someone being addicted <laughs> to some things when they're like, "This is the only thing that gives me joy." But also, I'm like, so we take that away. And then what do we do? It's not like we can have a friend over. We can't. We have no pool. It's 110 degrees outside. Well, and it's just so much harder to diversify right now. Like a friend of mine was like, they had to stop their kid from only like, she was like, he's only addicted to soccer. Like that's his only interest is practicing with a soccer ball. Like his grades are in the shitter. He like doesn't have friends unless they play soccer. And it's like, 
I'm like, but there are worse things. Like, that's okay, right? And she's like, no, I have to, like, take away his soccer ball sometimes because that's all he's doing. You just hear it. Like, him, like, kicking him. We just, okay, no kicking it against the wall. And so you just hear him, like, practicing by himself, just, like, dribbling around. And I'm like, I, it's it's always something, right? Like, right. it's yeah. better than, I don't know, drugs? I know. Maybe. I don't know. There's so many ways of thinking of it. I always think about um, Chris Hardwick, who tells the story about just how much television he watched as a kid. And then he was into stand up. And so his mom like let him stay like stay up late and watch all the like late shows. And, and I'm like, and then he became like really successful. And that is so I guess, but, but that's one of the shitty things about being a parent is you just don't know, like, is that soccer kid going to be an Olympic is he going to be an Olympian? Is he going to be on the best soccer league in the entire world? Like, right. is he the next Ronaldo? We don't know. Right. Or is he truly just doing that to numb out and check out because he doesn't want to be in reality? You know? And yeah. maybe it's a little bit of both. I don't know. There's no right answers. There's no right answers. Yeah. So, yeah, we were watching one of those dog, like the world's most amazing dog shows on Disney Plus where like there's a dog that rides a scooter and a skateboard. And like I was looking at my dogs like, I'm so sorry. Like they they know how to You guys sit. are such underachievers. I know. Well, and I'm looking at them like, are you bored? Like, do you want us to stimulate your brain more? I'm so sorry. Do you but, need some extracurricular activities, guys? Yeah. yeah. But like. Do you each want to do something different? Right. Right. Like, do I even know you? Do I even know what you're capable of? What Maybe if you Peanut's can... like a, a champion swimmer? Like, you'll right. never know. Right. Well, yeah. He, they both hate the water. Although, like, Rocky, oh, well, I guess would, you get know on, that. Rocky would get on the raft. We had to, like, like, force Peanut on the raft. And then he was, like, shaking and miserable. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So... Oh man, I know, I know. What do you want to talk do? about? Do you want to talk about Asian tacos? Oh yes. <laughs> so I've been on an Asian taco kick. Um, so Asian tacos—it's not a new thing. Mixing Asian and Mexican food, and Asian right. food, and um, specifically um, Korean food and Japanese food. Um, I mean, obviously, I grew up with Chinese food. Um, yeah. And having grown up in LA, tacos, like I'll eat tacos anytime. Like somebody's like talking about their friend Paco. I'm like, did you say taco? Yeah. Like I, I am all over dinner. it, right? I'll pretty much eat anything in Any a tortilla. Day. So yeah. So yeah. one of the things I have found, um, because we were actually looking for, we were trying to do this social distance dinner with one of our friends who is dating someone who's vegan. And first I was like, do you? did we like, have we decided if we want to trust this guy, he's vegan. And, um, you know, he's actually not an obnoxious vegan. He like cooks chicken for her and like he's, um, vegan purely for health reasons and, okay. um, he has tested then. it. And yeah, so he can stay. He's nice. Um, but I was trying to come up with a meal where it wouldn't be like, he only gets to eat a salad, you know? And, right. um, whatever. So I was like tacos, right? That's like, yeah. you know, easy we do like all the fix-ins and he just puts the ones that work for him and then tam was like well that's kind of and i like really hate the stuff like like tempeh and yeah like the substitute i'm just like oh i'm stuff. not into it like the 
what is that? Um, what's that one that's like the Sorizo? Oh, you know, I actually like Sorizo. I like the Sorizo. It's pretty good. But it's the only like oh, non meat meat. The Satan, like. the Satan. Oh, Satan. The Satan. <laughs> I don't know if that's how you say it, but that's I think how it's I say Satan. it. But yeah, it's weird. Well, it's, it's weird. fucking weird, and or like even like the the Beyond meats and stuff. Yeah, and those are weird to me too. I they I'm just like, weird. why do you gotta pretend to be beef? Like why why try to be like beef? Just get some like really good quality beef. Like don't have it all the time if it's a right. health thing. Like right. I I don't know. Well, if you're vegan, then like just be plant based. Yeah, just move on with your life. Why try to eat things that taste like meat? Right. You still have beans and you still have yams. Oh no! Did we just lose some listeners? <laughs> and you have corn, and you have sugar. Yeah, all the sugar. The important the sugar. things in life. You can still have gluten. It's like not that big of a deal. Anyway, so we were trying Thanks. to make a dinner for everyone, and I was like, "Let's do Asian tacos." So Asian tacos. Tam was like, "What?" But one of my favorite places. Um, way way back in the day was um kogi you know the truck and they yeah. would do like kogi at the alibi room and um it was culver city off like washington mm-hmm. and um they would have like kimchi quesadillas or like the you know like with the korean barbecue meat yeah. in like a yeah. taco and i'm like the flavors fucking work yes um so let's like figure it out so i just went to like my local japanese um market mitsua Mm -hmm. and and if there's not an asian market near you no problem just like marinate some so i got some pork shoulder and i got some um chicken so the chicken was chicken thigh marinated in gojujang which is like you know the korean sauce that's like peppers and and garlic and Mm -hmm. i don't know it's red and delicious Yeah, yeah sesame it's all the things right and then um the pork is this like miso ginger kind of base, so it wasn't spicy. But um, cooked those up and then got him um, some baked tofu that's like the dried that I could like cube up. Okay. Um, so it did that. Um, and then so it was I like, firm, like the extra firm tofu or it was already It's like dried. the baked one. So they, they, they have like that browner outside yes and they're like firm and will even hold their shape if you like julienne them you know like they're it's not like that real tender soft tofu it's like like you could stir fry it and it holds its shape um kind of thing so um got them that and then for the accoutrement i took um cabbage shredded it and then i was like well let's make it like some kind of slaw but then i was like okay well i don't want to just make like a coleslaw because Let's like make the flavors like a little, a little zhuzh it up, right? Yeah. So I yeah. did like a tiniest little bit of vegan mayonnaise. And then you just do like salsa verde. I did some mm-hmm. garlic salt and just toss it up. So it was like a much lighter slaw. Mm-hmm. Um, and did yeah. that. And then you know those like pickled daikon that you get at like Japanese restaurants sometimes? It's like bright neon yellow. Yes. Yes. Okay. So they come in this giant cylinder that's like, the length of my forearm i've seen those in like vegan sushi rolls yeah totally because yeah. they are like a pretty mild flavor but like a crazy crunch it's really nice. they're made the with like daikon yeah so i i julienne those and then um and then have like a bunch of chopped up 
scallions or green onions, whatever you got. Mm. And then my my magic uh, Trader Joe's um, sauce. It's called Chili Onion Crunch. It's like my Ooh. favorite thing. Actually, I can make that my last morsel. But that's what I throw on in these Asian tacos. And you just heat up some corn tortillas and throw all this shit together. And it's so freaking good. I'll post it. Also, we actually so just had it for me. dinner last night. <laughs> you're going to hate me, but that would be amazing if you posted it with just like what you did. And then I'm sure people like one of the things I was thinking of on the vegan tip was to get some jackfruit. And I don't know if you can still get it at Trader Joe's. You used to be able to you get can. the canned jackfruit. And then you can just marinate that in the whatever the Korean sauce, the marinades you want to do. And yeah, you absolutely can. Um, like and a friend of mine up. actually has made it with... Um, like um taco seasoning and done like kind of a carnitas thing yep i've done like a sloppy joe kind of situation so yeah you marinate it and then just like cook it you know like on in a pan like kind of hot so to get it kind of like get a little crispy on the edges Mm -hmm. and just like sort of warmed through that would be really good so that's where we had started with it and then i was like the only size that i could find of the jackfruit was the big fat can and i was like i don't want to make so much of it and i don't want to waste it so i'm just gonna get the little block of tofu perfect anyways the funniest thing was i woke up that morning with what turned out to just be a summer flu thank god but it um me and our friend's boyfriend who we hadn't met at that point and um we both woke up sick as dogs that sunday and so we never had our dinner so then tam and i had like three meals that week of asian tacos her sister came over one day like after i felt better had the asian tacos um, her sister's kids came over a different day. Um, we had Asian tacos. Everybody like fucking loves these Asian tacos and they're like the easiest thing to make and delicious. Mm. And I had them last night for dinner. I'll post a picture. Thank you. Um, I've been, <laughs> it may not be the prettiest picture cause I just send them to my brother when I'm like, this look is what, what I'm eating again. <laughs> <laughs> Those sound incredible. Yeah. I'm totally into it. All right, so there's our making challenge for the week, Asian tacos. And so tell me about this chili onion crunch, because I I feel like... All right, let's move on. Last morsels, chili onion crunch. It's fucking awesome. It's from Trader Joe's. It looks spicier than it is. It's in this, like, it's in olive oil, but it's, like, bright red olive oil because it's been sitting with all the chili. Um, But most of it is crunchy onion. So it's super flavorful. I put it on, like... I put it on turkey dogs. I put it on um, burgers. I put it on omelets. I put it on my tacos. I put them on regular tacos. I put them on nachos. What don't I put them on? I've put them on toast. I feel like it would be good too as a salad dressing component. Oh, I bet it would because it's crunchy. There's texture. There's so much flavor. flavor. It's got a little kick. So I don't know if like all kids would be into it. But if your kid right. like likes a little bit of spice, like they could totally eat like- it sauteing veggies or like back to my sheet pan chicken like if you just took a little bit of that and just like massaged it a hundred percent the veggies before the before the oven it would just give you a just a new flavor profile or even just like finished with a little bit of it as it's like okay. coming out of the oven okay. like i i freaking put it on everything it's so good man trader joe's needs to um place an ad so our <laughs> yeah, they do. place um, an ad like it's 1942 place an ad <laughs> Get with our advertising department. <laughs> um, so Tam's sister got me on it. I knew of the product, but was like, meh, it's not going to be that good. But 
it it's amazing. I buy three jars at a time. Wow. Yeah, because um, you never know when they're going to discontinue it. Tam's sister buys six jars at a time because she's like, I got to make sure that they stay in stock. And yeah, yeah. Like, what if they discontinue it? I'm right. like, well, it's, not a, it's not a temporary item, but. Okay. All right. You would know better than the rest of us. Well, now I wouldn't because I haven't been at work, but. Because they, they stopped me, um, selling their sushi at Trader Joe's. Yeah, their whole fresh section went through like a giant makeover because of. Um, I think oh, it was more like, um, more like the sourcing issues, and then yeah. just having things at certain price points, and they stopped carrying a bunch of stuff, and people were pissed because there was a lot of stuff that like, people will buy five of this for the work week and take it right. to work for lunch, you know? Right, right. Um, but they've got they've got some new stuff in there that's pretty tasty. So yeah. But yeah, well, the sushi's gone. But chili onion crunch is where it's at. Chili onion crunch and my last morsel is also related to Trader Joe's. So just start making a list and go to Trader Joe's. <laughs> We're sorry if there's no Trader Joe's near you. So yeah, so mine is uh, basically how to doctor up a cake mix. So if you feel intimidated making a birthday cake or cupcakes, um, I will tell you that I have you know, cheated in many catering jobs and hopefully no one's listening. I will just say this. The only time I would cheat is when it was a huge baking order and a lot of it was like for allergy friendly. So I would be doing things that were like soy free, dairy free, vegan, gluten free, you know, and I'd be making like dozens and dozens. And then there were a couple that were just straight up. It can have everything in it. It doesn't need to be sugar free. It doesn't need to be gluten free. And I discovered Trader Joe's vanilla bean cake mix and Ooh, good stuff it's perfect mm -hmm. it's perfect and it comes out you know consistently wonderful every time not that cakes are hard to make but you know you just never know and sometimes it's really nice to just have that um that comfort level of like i know that this is going to turn out and and i believe all you need to add is butter milk and maybe some eggs and that um, sounds right yeah and it looks really fancy because it's got the little vanilla bean flecks in it. Mm -hmm. So you can just stick with that. I have done versions um, as a pineapple cake, and that with that I would just Ooh. add like one can of crushed pineapple. I think I would squeeze out the juice because you don't want to add too much liquid to the batter. Makes so sense. Like, yeah, so crushed pineapple just all drained out and then add that in. And then I would add a little bit of the juice to the buttercream. And so you've got pineapple. And then, but my favorite is to go to the Trader Joe's um, freeze dried fruit section. And my two favorite kinds are strawberry and raspberry. So you would Yes, all those right. pouches of freeze dried fruit. Yes. So you take one of the packages. And um, any kind of a blender, or I have a Ninja, um, whiz up the the, the freeze-dried fruit so it's a powder. And then I like to run it through a sieve so it catches the, the seeds because I don't want to chomp down on a bunch of seeds. Fuck but the seeds. Fuck the seeds. You don't have to, but that's my personal preference. And then you have this super concentrated fruit-flavored powder. And I love that it's like... I'm not adding any food coloring. I'm not That's adding so any artificial extracts, which for some reason, like whenever you watch a baking show, they always hate on that. They're like, this tastes like coconut extract. I'm like, why the fuck did we invent this? If everyone's just going to hate yeah. it. 
I mean, we use vanilla extract and that seems to be cool, but it's like if you use orange But that's kind of lemon. the only one. Yeah, they're always hating on lemon extract. They're like, if you had just added the zest of the lemon instead of putting so much extract. I know. I don't I don't get that. I mean, I guess I get it, but um but I'm like, but then why are they even invented? Like I think they're great good. in like tiny amounts. Okay. In moderation. Maybe people just overdo it or something. What's moderation? Yeah, I'm not I do not know the answer to that question. Um, <laughs> so anyways, you've got this beautiful powder. So I usually take like half of it and I put it in the cake mix, just straight up in the cake mix. And then the other half I save and I do a, just a classic American buttercream. It's just, you can find this anywhere on Pinterest. Just look up American buttercream. It's butter, powdered sugar, a little bit of vanilla extract, and then you can use a little bit of milk or heavy cream. Um, and, and then I just add the other half of the powder mix into the buttercream. So then you've got this beautiful strawberry. And that's the other thing is a lot of times when you're making a fresh berry cake, when you're using, because you're, then you're messing with the water, the liquid ratios. And then even if you cook it down, did you cook it down? Not yeah, enough. Yeah, then you get these and, soggy pockets. Right. And this way it's like, it's just a powder. You, you, you kind of can't mess it up. So between the, the, the cake mix and then using the powder, it's a really foolproof way of making a really fun, impressive dessert. And no one will know that. I bet it makes it a beautiful color, too. It's really pretty. It's subtle because it's not, again, I'm not using yeah, it. Yeah, it looks like it, it, it probably more. looks like you've actually incorporated actual fruit somehow instead of, you know, cherry yeah. flavor, blueberry right. flavor. Yeah, it doesn't look like I used a Jello mix. Right, right. Not that I'm hating on Jello, but and I mean that's like the whole thing too, like making your own frosting. I feel like if you make a box cake mix, do nothing to it but make your own frosting. It's like changes the whole product. The end. Product. I agree. I'm honestly, I'm not a cake mix snob. I'm not a brownie snob, brownie mix snob. But I definitely like no frosting out of a can. That's just yeah. sad to me. I mean, sometimes I I'll do it if somebody's like, oh, my God, I just love this, like, one frosting, the Funfetti frosting. Right. Right. I'm like, I, I, for whatever reason, can't replicate it. And it's such, like, I think there's something to do with, you know, flavor Child. memories and, yeah. and, like, nostalgia. Yeah. But, it always reminds um, me of just having a tub of it in the refrigerator and just uh -huh. it with a spoon. Or my finger. <laughs> Oops. Or finger. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's very unique. There's no, there's nothing that tastes like, like that. But yeah, frosting. otherwise there's no reason to not make it. People think like frostings are so scary and like hard to make. And I'm like, usually it's like three, maybe four ingredients and it's yeah. like a million times more delicious. Yeah. And I personally like American buttercream better than anything else. I feel like the Swiss meringue and like those ones, they're, they're too buttery for me. I feel like I'm eating a stick of butter. And it's like harder to make and then, or if you get Way into harder. like Italian meringues where you, yeah. I don't know. Anytime you have to like heat sugar, I'm also like, that's too hard. Like yeah. I even add just a little bit of butter in my regular icing for like my cinnamon rolls yes. and it makes the world of difference. It's, it's so easy and so yummy. And now I feel like I need to make some. Yeah. Which isn't a problem. I don't know why I said it like it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I have to make oh, frosting. Man. Yeah, really. It's not, it's not hard at all. 
It's not hard at all. And even if you screw it up, it's going to taste good. It's like bad pizza. There's not really. It's still pizza. It's, it's still pizza. Yeah. Butter and sugar. Just whip it together. It'll be fine. And you know what else I always tell people to like put more salt than you think it needs. Amen. I always use salted butter on everything. I think I'm too much of a control freak. I always use unsalted butter and then salt everything with my, um, what is it? Like diamond crystal kosher salt. It like comes in the red box. Yes. And if something calls for a pinch, I do like two hefty pinches. Well, and the diamond is actually one of the least salty salts. Yeah. And I like that too, because I feel like I can control it more, but it does fuck me over if I'm cooking in someone else's kitchen and I treat their salt like, like I'm always like tasting salts. Yes. Because I'm like this, I'm used to just grabbing like a good pinch with like my first three fingers, you know, kind of grab. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, so not the same, but love it. That's my favorite brand of kosher salt. Salt There's nothing sadder than under seasoned food. Yeah, and it's so simple. Yeah. And when people are like, I don't know, this recipe didn't have much flavor. And then I, I look at the recipe and it's and like, like salt to taste. a quarter teaspoon or like quarter teaspoon of salt. Yeah, Put a I'm like. a teaspoon of salt on a giant ass chicken breast. I'm like, no, that's, that's not going to do anything. Not going to happen. No. Nothing will taste good with a quarter teaspoon of salt. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so sad. Says us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More salt. More food. Always more salt and always more food. All right, my dear. I think that's uh, everything for today. I agree. So um, we will see you guys next time. And until we see you again, just keep eating. Thanks for listening. We love Love you. you. Bye. Bye.